The Bear Down Report Podcast, featuring Mike Page, Jack Wright, Logan Bradley, and Ryan Dinkle. Bear Down Report. All right, folks, welcome to another edition of the Bear Down Report podcast. It's been a little while for all of you who heard our last episode. You know, I've been on a bit of a paternity leave and surprise, uh, not surprise really, just big news is my daughter was born on June 29th. So I am ecstatic hey. about that. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, my, tonight, uh, I've got a fantastic crew of guests, which we'll, we'll talk about uh, in a second. Um, and so folks, I just want to say thank you all for all of you for being patient while we're getting all of this sorted out. And, you know, it, it kind of worked out great. Not a lot going on in Bear's world right now, per se. And so just a good opportunity in which to take paternity leave. Uh, but, uh, man, this episode, I, I just, I can't believe it. So, so for the amount of time zones we have going in this episode is incredible. Um, we are truly around the world. So my guests today, Anthony and Noel from Ireland, Dave from England, Derek from Scotland, and BDR's own Mike Oosterwick from Melbourne, Australia, all in one episode. I can't believe it. I'm going to let these guys get after it in just a second. But folks, first, I have to talk to you guys about a few things. The first one is our, our sponsor, Jeff Cadwalader amazing guy. If you are thinking about buying or selling a home in the Chicago land area, you have to give my guy Jeff a call. There are so many realtors, so many people that are out there. None of them are as good as Jeff. I'm just going to tell you that right now. He is the absolute best. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Has incredible experience. He's a third generation realtor, right? You got to get after it. So give my guy Jeff a call or a text message, 630-254-4734, or visit GenevaJeff.com to learn more about how Jeff Cadwalder with At Properties can help you. Folks, if you're thinking about getting a haircut, yes, that is right, a haircut, you got to go visit Sheridan's Barbershop. My guy, Will, hooks me up. It is incredible. This is not an ad. I'm not reading off of a script right now. I'm going to tell you this seriously. I've had two people stop me on the street street, excuse me, and ask me, where did you get your haircut? And I always tell them, it's, it's my guy, Will, at Sheridan's Barbershop, downtown Wheaton. Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois, has been serving the community for 67 years. With five barbers and open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, we have appointments available to book online or by phone at your convenience. Sheridan'sBarbershop.com or give them a call 630-668-0137 and book yours today. Sheridan's Barbershop, where traditional meets modern. All right, so let's go around the horn here, folks. Um, the, the best way to do this, boys, because there are six of us on this call, which is just incredible, is I'm going to go through each of you guys, give you a minute, just kind of let us know What's been going on since since your 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 initial trip to to the Bear Down Report podcast um, and and all the things that have been going on, Mike? I'm going to start with you, especially because you're now part of the BDR family, which we've had you on multiple times on the podcast, and and, and just kind of talk to us a little bit about since episode 29 and joining the Bear Down Report podcast. What have you been up to? What's been going on? Um, you've obviously got to talk about your most recent article, which just has has exploded um, and is it just was so 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 well done so so mike kind of fill us in what, what's going on yeah thanks ryan and congratulations again on the birth of vera it's a fantastic moment of your life and we're all very excited for you and it's been a great ride to see uh you bring her to the world and it's been fantastic and yeah i, I guess for me it's been a, a pretty crazy ride myself since that that episode ryan and um all of a sudden i've been writing articles for the the bear down report and yeah, the, the last uh, article that I put out this week, uh, it was really special. It was probably the, the one that I'm most proud of so far. I think it's a story that um, not enough people know about and, and it's a story that many people should. And even speaking to some Bears fans that, you know, they know their stuff, they didn't know who he was. And, and that was really what encouraged me to write the article and put it out there and uh, the response has been fantastic. I, I, I think of myself as a bit of a Bears historian. 
Um, and I also think of myself as, as a very knowledgeable Bears fan and I didn't know the story. And, and I just think, you know, when, when I got to, to read it before it put, was put out to the world, I, I just, I, I got to admit, I, I was a, a little, a little ashamed that I didn't know the name. And so it was really, really cool that, that you were able to, to share that with us. Um, has it kind of sunk in yet that we met via a podcast and, and now you're, uh, now you're part of the Bear Down Report family? Yeah, yeah. No, it's been, uh, as I said, a crazy ride and, uh, you know, even the friendships that we formed and I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. But, you know, the, the silly videos that we did with the bet the other week um, with Port Adelaide beating my horse, um, just just the banter and the friendships that we've made. And, and again, I'm sure we're going to talk about that in a minute. But, um, yeah, it's, it's that, that's been the most, you know, the, the thing I cherish the most, I think. For those of you who don't have Twitter, uh, Mike and I have gone back and forth. Um, our Australian rules football team played each other two weeks ago, and it, it was a good game for, for some of the game, uh, for, for a little bit of it. But uh, uh, luckily for me, uh, Port Adelaide got, got the victory, got the dub, and Mike was an incredible sport um, and actually sang, um, sang our, our, our team's fight song, via the internet it was incredible i laughed a lot you guys can see that if you have twitter uh just check it out uh bdr dengle um oh man it was it was too too much fun okay moving right along here moving right along we've got derek from scotland derek um man a lot of really strong reactions to to you um and to the rest of these guys in episode 26 so i'm kind of curious what's it been like what have you been up to what's been going on since episode 26 yeah, I mean, just exactly as, as Mike said, we've spent a lot of time <clears throat> since that episode, you know, we've formed a, a, an amazing friendship, a lot of things that can't be repeated, um, but just <laughs> such, you know, the fact that, you know, we're all based in, you know, different kind of time zones and the good thing about it, the fact that we're all bonded so well, if no matter what time of the day, you've always got someone available to be able to speak to, which is kind of great. But um that's that's probably the main thing for me obviously since since we've recorded that episode we've obviously now got obviously Noel and Mike were not part of that episode but we've now obviously formed an incredible friendship between us all um regards to what else has been going on in my life apart from speaking to you guys not a not a great deal over in the UK I'm sure the other guys are aware I mean we've been under quite a, a strict lockdown not as kind of uh, kind of relaxed as the, the states and Mike doesn't even know what a lockdown is, really, because his <laughs> his country knows how to handle a pandemic. But um, apart from that, I'd say the main thing I've kind of been dealing with is my my soccer team has uh, become the most successful team in football and won its fifty fifth <laughs> championship. Um, and now that we're able to go out and do things, I've been playing back playing softball with my team in Glasgow called the Highland Chargers. So it's kind of good to get out and see those guys. The only thing that's been missing is the kind of social events that normally come with it. So kind of looking forward to get back to doing that and getting out and about with them. But um, apart from that, that's really about it. You just all know the rest. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, this episode somewhat brought to you by WhatsApp. Um, it, it it's it's been great. You know, I think when I first got it, it was I didn't turn off notifications at night, and then you realize everybody's on different time zones, and so you know you wake up in the middle of the night to fourteen different conversations that are going on. But since my daughter Vera has been born, it's it's been a godsend. I just I wake up and there's a a, a, a wonderful friend that's there available to to give advice or just be like, hey man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, kids kids don't sleep, so it is what it is. Oh man, I just I've absolutely loved it, loved it, loved it. Dave from England, Dave, my friend, since episode twenty six, what's been going on? The first thing that I have to say, and and I mean this sincerely, and you know that. I do. I'm sorry about England's loss. Um, you, you got me to watch a soccer game. I hate soccer. Your football. <laughs> I, I, I was. I would. Anthony will attest. I was texting back and forth. I don't get it. Why is everybody falling down? Why is that guy pretending to be hurt? No one touched him, right? But I literally, I'm watching it with my wife uh, on, on the edge of my seat at the end there. With that the the you know those those penalty kicks I'm watching it and I'm I'm seriously cheering out loud for England to get it and it and it didn't happen man and I was really bummed for you and you were a great sport about it so so how have you been my friend? 
Well, apart from that, brilliant. <laughs> uh, man, during that penalty shoot, uh, I think you guys saw, you could tell how anxious I was and how stressed I was. Um, it was just one of those moments in sport you're never going to forget. Um, and I feel so sorry for those boys that missed the penalties, but I'll talk about that later on. But um, since um, um, BDR26, the amount of positive responses I've had from that podcast and... Um, People saying to me, have you met these guys before? And I'm going, no, 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 it's the first time. And they just said, well, you just sounded like you gelled so much. Um, but yeah, apart from that, same as the other guys, really, generally keeping busy when I can. I'm working still. Um, silly shifts at the moment because um, I'm in the railway industry, so that keeps me on my toes. Um, but I've also developed um, green fingers. I've really got into my gardening lately, and um, <laughs> I've really got a lot of pleasure from that. Um, more, more, more sort of um, barbecues as well, really. Been doing quite a few of them. Um, and also, I've been checking, I'm always online checking for flight details and stuff about where we can and can't go. And at the moment, nowhere. Nowhere at all. <laughs> Man, I, I think that's, that's I've been the, the champion of that the most. And I think these guys are probably sick of hearing it at some point. We want to meet in a physical space. We want to see a Bears game together. Um, you know, when is COVID going to let that happen? You know, and, and the financial part of it. But but I just, I know I'm thrilled about it when it does happen. All right, moving on here. Anthony from Cork, Ireland. It, it's looking beautiful and sunny over there in, in Cork, <laughs> my friend. Anthony, first thing I got to say is congratulations on the amazing success of the Irish Bear Show. You and Karen have done an incredible job. And, you know, honestly, man, I, you know, whenever I can make the show, you know, I, I think at one point it's like, uh, you know, I don't know if we were in the hospital, like waiting for something. And there we had a little, little time slot where I could listen to what you guys were doing. Um, and I did. And Kate wasn't too, too mad at me for doing it, but I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it's incredible. I absolutely love what you guys are doing. So since episode 26, what's been going on with you? Yeah, look, it's been, it's been brilliant again. I think people don't realize in, in lockdown in Ireland, which is very similar to the UK and, and stuff like that, it's been even even more restrictions over here because we have a small health service and we have a smaller budget of money to, to look after it. So there's a lot, of, a lot of fear and worry in Ireland. But the, the group that we've had via text and via WhatsApps, it's been sensational for, for me and it's, it's opened up a new kind of avenue for me within the Irish Bear Show. Um, which is which is fantastic, and and what I love about it is the just pure abuse that goes on amongst us, which is <laughs> um, Most, mostly by Derek, right? Mostly yeah, by Derek. Well, no, no, he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got challengers there. To be fair to him, he's got challengers there. Um, but it's brilliant, and 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 there's just there's just a great camaraderie that's there with us, which is which is fantastic. And and Ryan, that's coming from yourself as a leader, of that kind of group that that came through it, and um, you kind of put us all together and, and allowed us to, to kind of have that experience as well, which is fantastic. Um, for me, I've got my my little my little boy who's uh, keeping me entertained. He's starting to crawl and run around the place, and we lost him this morning uh, in the sense of that <laughs> in one of the cabinets, and he put the door behind him so we could hear him, but we couldn't actually see him. So <laughs> as much entertained as I possibly could. But yeah, it's 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 absolutely great to get back onto onto the bear down report, and it's great to, to say that. One thing as well, Mike, just to let you know, because I haven't had a chance, that article was fantastic, man absolutely fantastic uh, and anyone that hasn't had a chance to read us um get on to us it, it, it is proper good thanks man cheers all right and then this one i, I saved noel for last while noel is a thousand percent a part of our crew that the the text chain that we have going on whatsapp he hasn't been on the bear down report podcast before and we are thrilled thrilled to have him so noel from ireland i want to say thank you welcome to the show um so what i'm going to ask from you noel is if you would let us know how you became a bears fan because these guys if you are curious listeners and you want to know go back to episode 26 or episode 29 and you could hear how these guys became a bears fan so noel i'd love to know how you became a, a, a bears fan and you know how we all got connected well i appreciate uh, the invite on ryan it's uh, obviously i heard your your original podcast with the guys and then you know to get to know you guys then through twitter and then onto the whatsapp group has has been fantastic and it has made a lockdown a lot easier at times as you say there's always someone online the time zones are are crazy how many of them they are and it is just fantastic to have to have people just to to spend the day pretty much chatting to back and forth and, and, and having someone there to contact. So that has been fantastic. Um, in terms of being a Bears fan, 
I know, I've been asked this a few times, and the honest answer is I don't really remember when I became a Bears fan. <laughs> I know it was late 80s, early 90s, that, that I know. The, the, the closest reason I can think of coming to is I, I had a friend from England who used to spend his summers in Ireland, and he stayed next door to where I lived uh, for three months every summer. And he was a big NFL fan. He was, he was big into the War League, I remember at the time. He had all the London Monarchs gear and all that kind of stuff. But he was a Bears fan. And I'm thinking maybe he could have influenced me. But as I say, to be honest, I just know I've, I've always been a Bears fan. And, you know, through good and bad, it's been, it's been an interesting ride. I, I can only imagine. Now, and it's awesome, folks. You can't see it, but right behind Noel is a uh, Devin Hester jersey uh, that is uh, framed on his wall. It looks absolutely gorgeous, Noel. Love it. And Noel, thank you so much for being part of the Bear Down Report podcast and, and, and welcome. Um, so, Noel, I'm going to come right back to you then with this, this first question that I have for you. Favorite memory as a Bears fan, gents. I, I you know, it, and we can obviously have some some repeat that that's that's totally fine. But thinking about you know, there, there's been a lot of heartache uh, being a Bears fan. We all know it for sure. But there's been some really great moments. And so, Noel, I'm kind of curious, what is your favorite memory as a Bears fan? To be honest with you, I'm going I'm going to cheat a little bit. It's not a specific memory. It's whenever I think of being a Bears fan, I remember the 2006 season. You know, you have Hester breaking through. You had Bernard Berrien, who for a while looked like a, a class player. We had, the, you know, the defense we had there with Tommy Harris, Orlacher, Peanut. And I mean, just, just that run. I remember week after week, just looking forward to a Bears game. What's, what's this Hester lad going to do again? It, it, can he do it again? Is he going to run it back again? We had the Cardinals game, which was mind-boggling. It was <laughs> just crazy. And I mean, just... When I think of my happiest memories as a Bears fan, that whole kind of season, even in my life, it was just a good time. I was a young single guy who just bought a new house who was living on his own. He had friends living by and just a lot of them were, were NFL fans. So they'd come down on a Sunday and I had the projector onto the big screen. And I mean, I, I just think the 2006 season resonates with me so much. It was just such a fun, exciting, you know, riot, especially with Hester running there. Oh man, it, it absolutely 100% couldn't agree more. Uh, my my wife, who's awesome, we actually got to see Devin Hester return two punts for for uh, touchdowns in in uh, two different games, and so our very first dog, she goes, Oh, he's that's Devin Hester. We're going to call our dog Hester. And so, <laughs> yeah, man, a hundred percent. So, Aunt, what about you? Favorite memory as a Bears fan? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat as well. Actually, I'm gonna do two. Uh, the one that stands out is just. When I was a seven, eight-year-old, just watching Walter Payton, and we had it in our in, in Ireland, we had a small little Irish channel, and they they showed the highlights for an hour, and you every every single week you'd Walter Payton up there doing something incredible and freakish and just out of this world, and that's what got me into NFL in the start and and the fridge and all that kind of story behind the defense. But I always felt it was like Walter Payton. Wow, look at that guy! But the thing that's got me the most positive about Chicago Bears is what happened two months ago, and it's Justin Fields. <laughs> and it's, it's actually a lot of times, Derek, I know you're going to come back at me, man. I can feel it. But there's the, it's the first time in my history that I could feel that, oh, my God, there's a potential future at, at the position. And to have other fans be angry with us and try to say he's rubbish, he might be. He might be a bust. He might end up being not what we expect at all. But to have that dream from now to then has probably been in the 30, 40 years that I've been watching the Bears. It's probably the one thing that, that stands out right now. Well, Ant, I remember when we had you on the first time, you, you said, eh, quarterbacks, like it's, it really wasn't a, a big thing for you in being a Bears fan. And I, I agree, man. I think this has changed a lot. It, he yeah. sure seems like he's got the pedigree. He's got all the tools to change the narrative for, for us, right? When, when Tyler Bray was your quarterback, <laughs> when, when lawyers like that, you're going to say quarterbacks are a problem. Um, but I think there's, there's just, and, and look, we go into it later on about, about where we are at the Bears right now, but I think it's very unfair, and, and I mean this, I think it's very unfair what people have towards Mitch, um, and Nick follows a little bit definitely towards Mitch, because the O-line that he had in front of him, and, and, and I'll get to my rant about the head coach at some stage, I'm sure you'll ask me about that. But Good save and way to redeem yourself. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I've had four text messages from Derek already calling me everything under the sun. So don't feel bad about this. But, uh, but no, that, it's something that, I, that I'm looking forward to seeing what he does because I, I just 
think he's got so much excitement with him. Um, and, and but they go back to your original question around, around Walter Payton. Like imagine Payton played today. Imagine Payton played today. Imagine Payton in these rules with just offensive uh, kind of support rules that are there and flags. He would just be a juggernaut, and it, it, it is something that sticks with me. He could run it like nobody else. I mean, he ran it was just sweet, right? That's why he was sweetness. He could catch it and he could throw it. You know, you gotta, I, dare I say, <laughs> he would be a good fit in Matt Nagy's, uh, Matt Nagy's offense. Dave, what about you? Your favorite memory as a Bears fan? I don't know if it's my favorite memory, but it's one that always sticks with me, is when uh, William Perry came on for that Super Bowl touchdown. Now, the sheer size of that man <laughs> and the sheer speed over one yard untouchable um and the celebration afterwards when he dunked it down and he sort of like celebrated like a ballerina <laughs> it was absolutely amazing now it's not one of the greatest moments in bears history but it's one of my favorite man watching the fridge can, can you imagine because I mean, they were the first ones to really do it can you imagine being a defensive lineman and watching william refrigerator perry coming at you full speed terrifying right um, I'd let him go past me. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek, what about you? Favorite memory as a Bear? Bears fan? I've always said that, I mean, I know the name has been mentioned before, but mine's is always just the kick return at Super Bowl 41. Um, I'm sure that's a lot of people's memories, but it's specifically memorable for me because the kind of high school mate who I've grown up with, you know, throughout the years, I managed to get about a dozen people out for that Super Bowl that night. I even managed to get my wife out to watch that game, our first ever NFL game that she's watched. And just by the time Devin Hester got to literally the 30-yard line, uh, my best mate, he's a very big lad, he's over six foot, and he literally grabbed my legs and put his head, easy now, he put his head between my legs and literally stood up and I was on his shoulders and my hands were nearly touching the ceiling and we just went into absolute hysterics. It's a moment I'll never, ever forget. But obviously what happened the rest of the game kind of added a bit of salt in the ruins, but I'll never, ever forget that moment. It was just so memorable. We, uh, we, just, we, we were very fortunate to bring on some, some new staff and we got to interview Corey. So Corey, if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, and she kind of mentioned the same thing and we were talking a little bit. It seems that that is the moment that the magic ran out for the 2006 Bears. Yeah. You know, that, that Cardinals game that Noel was talking about was incredible. They didn't have any offense and they still won that game. It was absolutely insane. And then it was like yeah. that moment, it kind of sputtered out, you know? And the thing about that game is as well, the fact that it was pouring the rain and you're, you're playing against a dome team, you're thinking, this is it. It's going to happen tonight. But we all know what happened with Peyton Manning and the rest yeah. of the system. True story. Ozzy, what about you, man? Favorite memory as a Bears fan? Well, I've been a, a Bears fan since 2013, so there's been absolutely stuffed all to be excited about all. A moment that really stands out. Um, but... The, for me, the, the 2018 wildcard game, just the build-up to that game, when Mitch was charging down the field, I thought, something's going to happen here. And it did, and it wasn't what I wanted or anyone else wanted. <laughs> we thought it was going to happen, uh, but our hopes were absolutely shattered, and I think that was really my, uh, my coming-of-age moment as a best fan, <laughs> that level of disappointment. Uh, but I have to agree with Ant, the... The, the best moment that I've experienced was I was following the draft on my phone and when that Giants tile flipped to the Bears, I was just thinking, this is, this is happening. This is actually going to happen. We're going to get him. And then I thought, hang on a second. No, they're going to they're get someone else. They're going to they're make a bad decision here and it's going to go all pear-shaped. But uh, they, they got him and I, I nearly fell off my chair. I could not believe it. And credit to uh, to you, Ant, because it was all because of you. <laughs> I was delighted. Of course. I, I, I ridiculed him so much that he fell. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to think that they got both, I still can't get over. We all thought at, at, at 20, they get Tevin Jenkins, fantastic. Love the pick. But they got Justin Fields and Tevin Jenkins, I... It's, it's, it's beyond me. I just, I can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, 20, 2013, uh, not, not a great time to start being a Bears fan, but Oz, I, I love the way, you know, you do 2018, 
that was the drive of Mitch's life. He made some incredible throws. He, he moved the ball down the field. He did his job to get the Bears in a chance to win. And honestly, I think the, the best throw of his career was against the Saints, the one that J- Javon Wims let just fall through his hands. I mean, that throw was a dime down the field. And, you know, I think that's, that's just, for me, a little bit, that's, that's Mitch's career with the Bears. You know, there were certain things that he did just awfully wrong, just bad. But then there were times when he did enough to get it done, but the supporting cast just couldn't couldn't make it happen all right so so let's let's snake back around here uh oz i'm coming right back to you heading into training camp your 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 current state of the of the bears i know you we talked a little bit about justin field and all that stuff but but just your quick thoughts on on where the the state of the chicago bears are headed into training camp yeah i think we're well placed i I think everyone's obviously watching what's going to happen with qb1 and Nagy's been saying all along that uh that it's dalton uh but I, I don't believe him, uh, or I don't want to believe him. <laughs> I, I really think that if, if Fields um, proves what he, we know that he's capable of doing, maybe it won't be week one, but I'm, I'm kind of guessing it might be sort of week four or five, but really just really wanting to watch what Fields can do at training camp. 100%. He's, he's got all the tools for it. Uh, Derek, what about you? Your, your thoughts headed into training camp? What, what, do you, what are you kind of thinking about the state of the Chicago Bears? Yeah, I mean, I wish I, I had, you know, I'm kind of, I've got the same optimism as everybody else. You know, you always start the kind of season off like that. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in his second year with Cole Komet. I was always a big fan in uh, his first season. I think David Montgomery is going to have a breakout year without a doubt. Looking forward to that. And it's going to be great having the fans back in the stadium for this season, which is going to make a big difference. Um, but also, I'd say, obviously, everybody wants to know what's happening with our quarterback, but I'm sure we've all got an eye on what's happening, you know, in Green Bay as well to see what's going to happen with them. Um, I guess we'll just need to wait and see. But, um, yeah, I'm fairly optimistic until the opening kickoff starts and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Derek, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, for a while I, I was kind of like, he, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. You know, people need to just stop talking about it, but I don't know, man. It, it just seems like that just keeps getting pushed down the road to the point where, where maybe he's not. I, I don't, if you had to yeah. put, put money on it today, Derek, what would you say? Is he coming back or no? I don't think he is. And we'll find out in two weeks time for sure. It looks all it. Dave, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah, all of us, man. How how different things would be without Aaron Rodgers. Dave, what about you? Absolutely. You, it, can I before you go on? Before you before you go on, Ryan? Can I come on on that? Right? Please. This is what I've been saying on, on the Bear Show. I want Rodgers to stay. I'm the only person I know that wants Rodgers to stay because I want Fields to kick his ass to Denver. <laughs> I want. I want Rod. I want no complaining from the Packers fans. Oh, we didn't have a wide receiver. We didn't have. We didn't have Aaron. Aaron would have killed him. Screw that. I want Fields to kick his ass to Denver. So I have no problem. If Aaron Rodgers wants to play for another two years, bring it on. Absolutely no problem. That's my opinion. So just one more time, folks. If you're not listening to the Irish Bears show to hear Anthony's rants. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Make sure you get yourself some time. And, and I, 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 there's one time I literally started applauding and my wife is like, what are you, what are you applauding? Why are you clapping? I was like, because Anthony was ripping on Nagy. That's why. All right. <laughs> Dave, what about you, Dave? Uh, current state of the Chicago Bears, or maybe just even your feelings right now. Do you have the same sense of optimism as these guys? What, what are you kind of thinking? Well, there's obviously plenty of excitement around the camp, um, especially the media and the fans and all the hype around Justin. Um, but there's a couple of other players I'm more interested in at the moment, like Tevin Jenkins. Now, I've just tapped away on my phone to work it out. The bloke's six foot six. He's 320 pounds. Now, I've just converted that to uh, the old money, which is 23 stone. Now, that's a big fellow. <laughs> now, that's going to give a lot of protection for our uh, QB one. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Cohen, I'm not quite sure what the latest is with him. Um, yeah, fingers crossed, maybe. Um, I'm not quite sure what the recovery is from an ACL, but hopefully they'll be working hard in practice. And uh, um, I assume, if not, Montgomery will uh, have to step up to the mark. But um, apart from that, general optimism and, um, and excitement, actually. Absolutely. All right, so Ant, we heard a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers situation. What about the, the rest of the state of the Bears? What What are you kind of thinking right now, today, as as we record this? Yeah, I think I think Dave's 
they've got a hit on the head. I think the O line is what I'm looking at. I think you look at Leno, Massey, gone, and rightly so. Um, really nice guys, and there's the problem. Um, getting James Daniels back is a big deal for that for that O line, a bit of experience. And Tevin Jenkins at left tackle, I think, and Dave 100% agree with you. Tevin Jenkins is the Bears' most important player this year because if he works out and he gives Fields the time in week, whenever that week may be, then you've got a, you've got potentially our left tackle and our, our QB sorted for a long period of time. If he doesn't, then we need to go really quickly and try and see what we can do to repair that. And we keep Justin Fields off the field up when we do that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what that's going to do. I'm really looking forward, because I have to say this, because he is basically the one I love more than anybody else in the draft outside of Justin Fields. I'm really looking forward to see what Daz Newsom does. And I, I can hear people who, who know me would say, what are you talking about, Daz again? Um, I just think the guy is special. I think the guy has something. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, because if Justin Wynn, or if Wims and uh, Anthony Miller are on the team, then I'm going to do a little cry, I think. <laughs> We, we are definitely going to talk about Daz Newsome later when we talk about our fantasy football league, Anthony, which, <laughs> and, I, and I especially, I got to come to you on it because you're like, I don't like fantasy football. It's not going to happen. And finally, we, we're making it happen this season, which is going to, uh, I, I can't wait. So Noel, same question as the rest of these guys. Do you have the same sense of optimism? What are you kind of thinking about the Chicago Bears headed here into training camp? I think it just goes to show what a good draft can really do for optimism and, and for people's spirits. I mean, I'm not sure where I was. Well, in fairness, even prior to the draft, I think I had kind of decent optimism for the season coming up. But then since the draft, I mean, as you say, if, if you can hit your quarterback and your left tackle in rounds one and two, I mean, look, you, you can't ask for any more than that. So generally, I'm, I'm actually fairly positive. I think, you know, watching a lot of the media outlets on, online and stuff like that, I think a lot of places outside of Chicago are sleeping on the Bears. I don't think they're going to be as bad as a lot of places seem to predict. Now, obviously, the big question is, when does Justin Fields come in? Does he, how does Dalton do? For me, outside quarterback, the main part I was looking at was the O-line for all the reasons Ant and Dave outlined there. <clears throat> Other than that, then, you look at cornerback, you want to see how, how things go there with Trufant coming in, Fuller going out. I mean, there's a lot of talk about maybe Kendall Vildor is pushing there quite hard to get in. Uh, and also on defense, Robert Quinn could be an interesting one this year. I mean, he, he can't be much worse than last year. And I, I have a sneaky feeling he might have a good season. So generally optimistic with one or two questions just to, to keep an eye on to see, you know, how things fall with them. Absolutely. Uh, Kendall Vildor, I'm following him on Instagram and some of the workouts that he is doing. I mean, the, the guy is putting in the time I liked him before this, and it's just it's it's been fun to kind of watch some of the things that he's doing. And and I agree with you, Robert Quinn hurt all last season. He can't be any worse than he was last year. He was he was just dreadful. Um, and so it'll be really interesting to see what happens. All right, so here's what we're gonna do, gentlemen. We we're gonna do some quick shots. I'm gonna give each one of you guys a topic, and you just gotta give me some quick thoughts about the state of the Bears and this particular topic. So I'm gonna start Noel right back with you. Allen Robinson, it sounds like he's not coming back on a long-term deal, going to play on the franchise tag. Your thoughts on that? Um, off the bat, I, I mean, I would really have loved for them to have given him a new contract. I mean, I don't know, as a player, throughout his whole NFL career, I don't know what he needs to do to prove to people that he's a top player. I mean, he has never had a quarterback. And if you go down and look at his numbers, I mean, I think over the last three or four years, he's probably you know, in terms of drops and, and other stats for wide receivers, he's near the top in everything, I think. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand at the end of the day. Look, I don't, I don't know what way the, the finances are behind the scenes, if that's led into it. I don't know if there's just issues now between Robinson's camp and the Bears' camp, if there's a bit of hard feelings. But, I mean, in general, I think he, he is the kind of player who leads by example. You never hear any stories of off-field incidents, trouble. From all, from looking outside, he appears to be a top-class professional player who is massively talented and is a great security blanket, for, for, especially for a young quarterback, for whenever Fields does come onto the pitch. So, look, I mean, who knows what will happen. He could have a fantastic year, and maybe they sign him next year when the cap is less restricted and when things are a bit more, I don't know, once we kind of get COVID, hopefully in the rearview mirror, maybe next season things are a little more clear. Maybe it's easier to get a deal done. 
But look, thankfully we have the franchise tag, so he will be here this year. And I think we will still get the same productive player that you know has been around for the last four or five years. Justin Fields to Allen Robinson. That's a combination I want to watch. I, I want to see those two play. I, I just envision, you know, watching watching uh, Justin Fields scramble out and just hit a, a, an Allen Robinson, you know, making that fun point that he does after getting a first down. Like that just, that gets me excited for sure, Noel. Absolutely, now, absolutely. Dave, I want to come to you. Ryan Pace, you know, the, 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 the general manager of, of, of the Chicago Bears, has gone from a lot of people wanted to kick this guy out of here. You know, he's had some really dra- bad draft picks early on, but seems like he's starting to win fans over. What are you kind of thinking about, about Ryan Pace now at this point? Right. To be fair, he was under massive pressure towards the end of last season. And to his credit, he threw everything draft night, even the kitchen sink, to get his men. What more can you want? It's really now over to the players. Dave, incredibly well said, man. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, I think this draft, for me, too, changed the way that I feel about him. And you're right. Uh, incredible pressure. Absolutely. Well said, Dave. Well said. Uh, Ant, coming to you, not yet. Matt Nagy, I'm just, I want to, to make sure that you're ready, but I'm not coming to you just yet because I, I want to hear Ozzy. <laughs> just we're going to push it back because I know this one's going to be, going to be off the wall. So, uh, Ozzy, Arlington <laughs> Heights, you, you, you got to write about it a little bit. The Bears have an opportunity to move to Arlington Heights uh, and, and, you know, seems that some Bears fans are really upset about it and others are thrilled about it. What are you kind of thinking about that, that whole process? I was really sitting on the fence, Ryan, about whether they should or shouldn't. And it's probably not appropriate for me being down in Melbourne making comments and um, uh, opinions on whether they should or shouldn't move. But I'm really starting to lean towards the, the, the move to Arlington Park is a good idea. Um, the, the, the Bears are the only team in the NFL that don't own their own stadium. I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. The only team. And... The, the stadium that they play in is the smallest in, in, the, in the league. So we're behind the times. It's time to get with the times. And, and I, I really think perhaps, yeah, it's, it, it's a good move to take us to where we need to be. And, and you look at what the Patriots did with their move, their, their sense of place, um, you know, when you trade that up against, uh, you know, the, the championships that they've won, um, I, I, they probably couldn't care less where they play. And I, I think it's, you know, time that we started to think about that, that move. There's, there's so much land that there's so many things that they could do with it. They could develop that area. You know, I know um, there's, there's a couple different um, contracts that they've built with, with betting communities and all of that stuff could be done right there on, on, you know, in Arlington, which, which would just be, would be awesome. Um, Derek, I know we've talked a lot about Justin Fields, right? We've dedicated an entire episode to Justin Fields, but I'm just kind of curious, like your thoughts on this situation. Are Bears fans getting too excited about Justin Fields? I mean, I came to the right person with regards to that question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had the optimism that the whole of Chicago and Anthony has for Justin Fields. Um, I'm not saying... I don't rate the guy, but I'm just kind of thought, you know, kind of pull the reins back, take it easy. Let's kind of, you know, personally, a lot of people are kind of looking at how the Chiefs handled Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of references, you know, kind of going back to the Chiefs. But I think it would be beneficial for them to kind of sit back and watch a veteran quarterback and, and kind of grow into the game. How Andy Dalton will be doing after five, six weeks, who knows? Um, but I would, I would potentially go down that route and keep him on the bench. But then I'm not a head coach, a general manager for the football team, so it's obviously not my decision to make. The thing that might come back to bite me in the backside, but it's a kind of it's a win-win situation for me. I remember messaging Ryan two weeks before the draft. Not everybody knows this. I shouldn't be saying this, but. Um, I messaged Ryan two weeks before the draft saying, what's all this fuss about with Justin Fields? The guy couldn't even beat out Jake Fromm for a starting job at Georgia. And now what's Jake Fromm doing? He's more or less standing on the sideline holding a clipboard. So 
I wish I had everybody else's optimism. I've just kind of got that in the back of my head and I'll be the first to put my hands up and I'll say, I'm so glad you put me wrong. You basically proved me wrong. But at the end of the day, the guy's a Chicago Bears quarterback, so he's going to be garbage, isn't he? It's guaranteed. <laughs> so it's a win-win for me. So we just need to wait and see what happens. But I wish him all the best. And as I say, I'll be the first to put my hands up and say, I was wrong. And it's interesting that you say that, Derek. But the one thing that I, that I, that I keep kind of pointing my finger to Justin Fields' game is he is an improvement monster. From week yeah. to week, they, 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 you know, you watch, he'll throw the same play and he'll make a vast improvement the following week with the exact same play. He'll make a much better read, a much better throw. The guy doesn't seem like he makes the same mistakes twice. So, you know, early in his career, maybe he just wasn't ready. But at this point, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, I love that you're, you're trying to keep us grounded, but I don't know, man. He, he just, he seems to be the part. All right, here it is. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> Matt Nagy. I mean, here's the thing, you know, and I, I do want to put this on a little bit of focus. It seems like with Larry Borum, Tevin Jenkins, and a running quarterback that Matt Nagy has the potential to build a run first offense. Uh, you know, David Montgomery, who people were saying that he's not a top 20 running back. Are you out of your minds? This guy's incredible. Um, I'm kind of curious. What are your kind of thoughts on that whole situation? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's no excuses time. So it's, it's game over because he's got everything he wants now. So he blamed Mitch last year. He blamed the O-line. He blamed the identity. By the way, the identity, it's your head coach for three years, kid. It's not anybody else's. You're the head coach. So one of the really things I want from Matt Nagy, the most important thing is, I don't want to hear Kansas City out of his mouth. I just don't. You're not a Kansas City anymore. You haven't been there for three years. Stop talking about Kansas City. I don't want to hear all the identity of the offense. Your identity, what do you want? And it's not just Montgomery for me. It's also the fact that he's got Williams now. He's got Cohen going back. He's got Herbert, which I think could be a really, really good draft pick if they use him right. And I, I agree with Derek. I think the fans have gone ape about fields, me more than anybody else. But it's up to Matt Nagy to design him to make him right. This is, you are this offensive guru that's meant to do this. And if it goes wrong, for me, it's not necessarily just on Justin Fields. I think it's all on Matt Nagy. I think Pace has given himself pretty much a safety net for two or three years. And I genuinely don't think Matt Nagy has. And I, the only reason he doesn't is if he sits Justin Fields for the whole season, because then he can say, well, when Justin comes in, everything will be fine. <laughs> and I think the, the, that's a real danger point for me as to why Nagy is doing it. Is he doing it to keep his job or is he doing what's best for Chicago Bears? I don't know. At the end of it, when it comes to Nagy, it's no excuses time. I don't want to hear about this culture he's created. He still has Wims and Miller on the team. That's your culture. Right? You've got scenarios where he's updated his O-line. He's done decent, not great, but decent work in certain areas. We A-Rob's contract went missing. We still haven't got Roquan done. That's expected to come soon, but that's still there. We've got holes in our backfield. And this is his team now. So it is literally no excuses anymore. You've got nowhere to go. If it doesn't fall out, if I hear Kansas City, if I hear no excuses, our identity That'll be just me getting on a plane, going to Hallis Hall and having a chat. <laughs> <laughs> is, are, are Bears fans going to burn Hallis Hall to the ground if Justin Fields sits for all? This is going to be strange, right? It's, it's, it's how many? It's 17 games now? Like, sorry, they're still throw, throwing me off. Are they going to burn it to the ground? Gentlemen, no, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm, I'm putting that out there to all of you. And you can turn I'm, it off. But what I'm, get, I'm getting one. The fear I have with Chicago Bears fans is at training camp. So the first day of training camp, Justin Field, uh, Justin Field comes out and hits two bombs down the field, and then dancing around the place. And Andy Dalton does a check down, and the wide receiver makes a mistake and is intercepted. And Andy Dalton gets booed at training camp. And I genuinely mean that. I think that's where Chicago Bears fans have got to. And I don't think it's right. I think Andy Dalton is a – look, let's be honest. Andy Dalton right now is in the top 10 of Chicago Bears quarterbacks in our history without taking a snap. Why? Because our quarterbacks have been awful. Right? So there's no one to compete with. But he isn't a bad quarterback. He's not a good quarterback, but he's not a bad quarterback. I think we, we all talked about this in our text chain was the, 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 the vitriol that he's received. It's just not fair. I mean, people, people need to – he's a human being. 
he has a family and all those things, right? You, just because, and he hasn't, he hasn't thrown a single pass. So you can't, you can't be saying all these terrible things about Andy Dalton, you know, as the person um, for, for a guy that hasn't played at all. Anybody else that, that wants to chime in, you know, if they sit Justin Fields for the entire season, how are Bears fans going to react to that? I think it all depends, though, doesn't it, on, on how the season actually goes. I mean, if Dalton comes in and they're winning games, it's easier to forgive. Um, but obviously, if he comes in and he's not looking well and, and things aren't going right and they're still sitting fields, then, then the question is going to be asked, whoa, whoa, hang on, is he not developing? Why, why are they still sitting him? If you know, Dalton isn't doing great and they're, they're keeping him out there, is there, is there more nefarious reasons behind that? Is he not good enough? Or, and you, you might then start getting a bit of... Well, you know, what's going on? But I mean, I think it does all come down to how the team is playing, how they're looking at quarterback and winning games cures everything. If they're winning games, you'll be able to stretch it out that bit longer. Well said, Noel. Well, well said. All right. So I'm coming right back to Ant with this one. Fantasy football. In unpopular opinion, in episode 26, Anthony said, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why would I root for blah, blah, blah player? Um, it, it, it's one of the famous rants of, of, of our, our text chain that we talk about often, and we finally converted him. This is, folks, we're thrilled about this one, is we're having a six-team fantasy football league so free agents and and it's just it's going to be just jam-packed with with talent but we finally converted you anthony what are you kind of thinking about this 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 uh this international bears fan uh fantasy football league that's upcoming i suckered you all in i've got you all in now i look it's actually really i must admit it's actually been good fun to be totally honest we've had we've had the godfather derek uh telling us exactly what we uh what we should and shouldn't do and commissioner ryan and it's actually i'm already looking forward to it, it should, should be really a bit of crack I, I still stand what i say i'm not picking one green bay backer player um i stand by that i will not pick one of them um but if aaron Rodgers decides to go to denver then that'd be an interesting one to make me a decision on. <laughs> Man, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. If if Devonte Adams is sitting there somehow in like the sixth or seventh round, and you don't take him, man, oof. I'm picking Daz. Daz. <laughs> you you can have yeah. We we've all been joking that that Anthony's going to pick Daz Newsom with the first overall pick in the draft. Um, yeah, go go for it, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about the rest of you guys? Anybody that wants to throw in their, their two cents on the Dave? Let, let, let's hear it. What, what are you kind of thinking about uh, starting off this this fantasy football league we've got coming up here? Well, just like Anthony, I've been bullied into this as well. Um, last year, I did a fan tracks league for the first time ever, and I came last. Um, <laughs> the, the only the only bonus of that, I've got first round draft this year, so I've got quite a few more decent players. So, um, so in my opinion. There's only one way for me to go, and that's upwards. So <laughs> I refuse, and I mean this, I refuse to discuss any players or tactics with any of you. Some of you are old school. But I can assure you, not one Green Bay Packer will be in my team. So, so Derek's team is going to be loaded with all the Green Bay talent. I just I got that, that feeling right now. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he, he, does it, he, he does it for the banter. <laughs> I just think I'm so anxious to see what's going on at Lambeau Field the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see, see who my starting fantasy quarterback is going to be. I mean, after all, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers did take me to a championship last year. I just have to admit. So, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Oz, what about you? Are you excited about your 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 fantasy football experience that's about to happen? I'm excited, but maybe not for the ass kicking that I'm going to get. And and Dave, I'm pretty sure I'm going to help you with your journey up the ladder. So. <laughs> but again, you know the fact that Ozzy and I we're 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 big uh, Australian football AFL fans. My tips, which is a little bit similar, it's it's like a you pick them essentially every week. I, I couldn't be any worse. Every week I'm like, oh, this team's definitely, and, and I am just sitting dead last. I think you guys are just picking on the Americans at this point, you know, Oz. So <laughs> it is, it is. Well, what we'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Noel, I'm going to finish it up here with you. Any, any thoughts on our upcoming league? Yeah, no, really looking forward to it now. I've been part of another league for about 12 years, which has 12 people in it. So it'll be interesting now to do one with six because there should be so many really good players available. Like every team should be well stocked. <laughs> 
it's it's incredible. I mean, just thinking you just the free agent pool of guys that aren't on a team with only six teams in a league. Uh, it's going to be a blast. All right. So, Noel, I'm coming right back to you because it is time for our absolute favorite segment, Unpopular Opinion. Noel, because it is your first time being on the show, you have to participate in Unpopular Opinion. Now, Noel, this can be sports related. It can be bears related. It could be food. It can be just about anything. And I know you've, you've heard, so you've heard some of the, the previous ones that we've had. Um, and so, Noel, I've got to ask, what is your unpopular opinion? Well, I don't know if it really qualifies or not, but uh, I am not a tea or a coffee drinker. And I know, over here in Ireland, anyway, everyone I know drinks tea. Whenever you meet someone, oh, I just want a cup of tea. First thing in the morning, I can't wait for me cup of tea, cup of tea. No, I'm like, no. And anyone I tell, no, I don't drink tea. Well, do you want coffee? No, I don't drink coffee. You just get this look of, what, what? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be in the kitchen or in the house and there'll be 10 of us and nine people will be drinking tea and I'll be there with me Coke feeling like the child sitting in the corner with a Coke. <laughs> Sometimes I get the Coke in the mug just to try and look like the adults, you know? Yeah, so, so that's it. No tea or coffee. It's like... Don't a- get it. Oh man, it's almost like being the 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 DD, the designated driver. Uh, you know, while while all your friends are out drinking, and you're like, they're like, "What are you drinking?" I'm like, "Well, I'm I just have a cup of water in my hand so that I don't feel like you know the, the great weirdo with all of it." Um, That's it. Just put it in put it in the mug and pretend you've got the same as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate. Uh, I know for Ozzy, it is very, very late over there. For the rest of you guys working around your schedules to make this happen in the middle of the week, uh, truly, truly thank you. You know, I'm going to give you guys a shout out at the end of this episode. And um, I know some of you in Bears fan are like, is this guy getting emotional? Um, but, but truly, uh, these, these guys that, 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 are, that are here on this pod, it's – it's incredible. We met through Twitter uh, and uh, through the Bear Down Report podcast, and they have become friends, truly very good friends. Um, and getting uh, flowers sent uh, the day that uh, we came home with my daughter, Vera. Gentlemen, you know, that just, uh, I, I, I that, that means more than you guys can know. And I just, I had to say it uh, as it is recorded that, uh, that you guys are, uh, very near and dear to my heart. And, and truly, I know a lot of you guys talked about it during, during quarantine and during a very difficult year. It was always wonderful to, to check those notifications and see uh, some, some foul language, especially from Derek um, and from, from the rest of you guys, uh, some, 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 some great banter back and forth. Um, so I'm going to get my shout outs at the very, very end, but I'm going to start off. I'm just going to kind of walk around here. So, so Anthony, um, any shout outs uh, that you might like to give anyone that might be listening to the podcast that you'd like to give a shout out to yeah so my wife has listened to one podcast that i have done and that was the bear down report and the first thing she said was how come everybody else thanked their wives and sons and you didn't open <laughs> it so to Ganilla, my wife and to Theo, my son i'd like to give the only shout out i can possibly give to them and them only <laughs> <laughs> you got in trouble dude didn't you <laughs> All big time, because all you, because all you other people decided to go. Oh, I'd like to take my wife and my kids, and I was, I was the first up, so I was like, oh, I look like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Noel. What about you? Any anyone that might be listening to the podcast uh, that you'd like to give a shout out to? Well, I think I better learn from Anthony there and give a shout out to my wife Linda before I get in trouble. Especially since uh, during my 2006 segment, I pointed out one of the parts of it that I was happy with was being a single lad living in his first house. So obviously it wasn't as fun as being a married lad. So let's just get that one straight. And uh, other than that, then, you know, all the Bears fans listening and all the Bears fans who have interacted with it on Twitter, it's been amazing. And I hope, you know, we have a great season coming up. So that's it. Uh, before we go any further, I totally forgot. So Noel, what is your Twitter handle so that, that folks can, can get after you if they're not already connected with you? Uh, the Twitter handle, oh yeah, it's that Irish Bears one. So DA Irish Bears one is the Twitter handle. <laughs> All right. And, and Anthony, sorry, uh, coming right back to you just really quick. Your, your Twitter handle? Uh, at Bears Cork, I think. Okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, Derek, um, <laughs> Derek, any, any shout outs that you might like to give? And also please make sure that uh, folks can, uh, can get your Twitter handle as well. Yeah. So first of all, um, I just want to kind of say I resent some of the comments that's flying about. There's a lot of viewers out there taking this picture of me that it's totally false. So I just wanted to get that in. 
My first shout out is to my dear koala loving daughter, Emma, who will be eight years old on Friday. So I just want to wish Emma a very happy birthday, if that's okay. Happy birthday, Emma. And the second shout out was going to be my wife, but then something kind of happened and I just kind of realized I know this guy. You know, we've obviously spoken about how worldwide our podcast is. Um, so I just want to kind of mention to this person who's a very avid listener of the show. He done so much for my nation on Sunday night. I just want to say thank you and all the best for the future, Roberto Mancini. So thank you very much. And that's that. <laughs> all right. And, uh, and sorry, did you give us your Twitter handle already, Derek? Sorry, it's at Derek underscore da underscore bear. Love it. All right, Dave, first things first, if you want to give us your Twitter handle and then any shout outs that you might like to give. Yeah, it's Bears UK too. Thank you for that, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to shout out Anthony's wife as well, that poor woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, mate, never, never forget the wife. Never forget the wife. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to do the England soccer team. I'll say the word soccer. Um, for a whole month, the vibe in this country has been brilliant as much as it annoys Derek. Um, they played with pride and passion, and we were so unlucky. Um, Hey-ho, we move on to the World Cup. And I'm going to say our newest Bear fan, Baby Vera. Lots of, lots of love from England. <laughs> oh, Dave. Yeah, that means a lot. She, uh, she's already got her Bears onesie ready to roll, so yeah, can't, can't wait. Um, so, and Dave, then- so Dave, Dave, now my wife's going to give out to me for that. <laughs> yeah, Ganilla, I just, I just want to you know, shout out for, from all of us at, at the Bear Down Report. Uh, just we're, we're, we're thrilled that you're listening. Um, and, <laughs> and, and last, but certainly not least, uh, Mike, uh, Ozzy, let, let's, let's hear it. Dude, any shout outs that you might like to give? My beautiful wife, Nick, I love you so much. <laughs> love you, babe. Um, my Twitter is uh, at Bear Down Under. And uh, just like to uh, shout out to all the um, kind words and comments from um, all the readers on Twitter uh, for last week for the Eddie Macon story. Um, it obviously touched a lot of people and they really enjoyed it. So a uh, big shout out to you guys. Um, but Ryan, we're not going to let you off the hook just yet. It's a special episode. And uh, given that you ask all the questions, we want to flip the tables around and we're going to ask you some questions. And we're going to actually see if you're listening in the birthing classes and if you read the baby books. <laughs> Dude, do you, do, you, do you understand that my wife will listen to this episode? And do you have any idea how, how amplified? I know I, I, I can dish it out, but I can't take it. But, but, but right now we're, we're riding on about, you know, three, three to four hours of sleep a night if, if we're lucky. Maybe you better share that first and then... Ryan, by my calculations, that means that you're awake for 20 hours to be able to read these books. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. (laughs) Fantastic. So we'll be keeping score, Ryan. So good luck. They're easy questions, right? Seriously, don't worry about them. They're easy. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, if you read the books, then you'll, you'll get every single question right. Yeah. So, Dave, first question, please. Ryan, <clears throat> how many bones was Vera born with? A lot. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of the ones that she was supposed to be born with and, and six extra toes. <laughs> you, you have a number for us, Ryan? I just gave my answer. I have no idea. There's a lot. There's a Go lot. On, have a guess. Have a guess. 300. Oh my gosh. He got Whoa. it. Right. <laughs> he nailed it. Google, 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 Google is really quick. You know what he's saying? <laughs> on, 300. Are you serious? You got it. Okay. All right. I think, I think I, sorry, really quick. I think that's from Terminator 2. I think at some point, uh, Sarah Connor says there are 300 bones in the human body or something along those lines. I don't know why. I just, random 
you know, just movie trivia. Thank you for watching Terminator 2. Thank you, Arnold Schwarzenegger, for that one. <laughs> well, the thing is, actually, just quickly, the, the babies are born with 300 bones, but it's more than the human. So they fuse together. So the adult body actually has less bones. Don't ask me how many because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> next question, Derek. Okay, so that just clarifies that Ryan hasn't read the books and he's just been watching the Terminator movies. So, <laughs> question number two, and since you're being so precise with your numbers, how many diapers will Vera go through in her first year? And we're looking for an exact number. 7,426. Uh, at, this, at this rate, <laughs> she, is, uh, she, she does this thing. And for all the, the parents out there, you guys will totally understand this. I will change her because she needs to be changed. And then either in the process of me changing her or the very second that diaper is sealed, it is time to change it again. And I, like my, my wife and I, we went, we went to the store yesterday to buy diapers again. And we're, we, we, what? Like, how, like how, how has this kid gone through it? So I'm sure my number's off, but it, it, it feels like a lot. Okay, I hope for your sake that the number isn't in the 7,000s. Uh, the actual number is 3,360, but good luck with that. Uh, no, I think, I, think, uh, I think Vera might challenge that. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Very good. No. Okay, Ryan, I'm going to give you an easy 50-50 shot here. So there's no guessing big numbers. Uh, in her first five months, will Vera double or triple her weight? I'm going to say triple. I'm going to say triple her weight. No. Double. <laughs> well, I would be told she will, she will double her weight. <laughs> she's, she's, she's special, so she's going to grow up. <laughs> Good answer. So, so she has 7,000 diapers and she'll be tripling her weight. <laughs> so, so, so I'm just going to put this out here. I'm already feeling bad about, you know, like in the middle of the night, like my wife is looking at me like you're helpless, like you're useless, you can't do anything. And now you guys are making me feel worse. Awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> And over to you. Uh, you're welcome, Ryan. You're welcome. Uh, how many hours sleep on average will Vera have in her first year? <laughs> the answer is zero. Zero hours of sleep. <laughs> that is the answer. That is the only answer. <laughs> Dude, all, you know, dads, you know, all over the place, they keep saying, oh, you're, you're, you're not going to get any sleep. They were not kidding. Holy cow. <laughs> From 9 p.m., that, that's the greatest thing about having you guys is – it, you know, when she's up at three o'clock and then at four o'clock and whatever time in the night is there's always one of you guys awake to, to be like, what am I doing? What's wrong? Like, <laughs> help me fix this. Or just tell me about Justin Fields. <laughs> you just a bit out. It's 5,400. So Vera, let's, let's all get this right. Vera's tripling her weight. 7,000 uh, <laughs> 7, diapers, and now she's getting no hours sleep. Welcome to fatherhood. <laughs> My kid is pretty special. That's all I'm going to say, Jen. She's, she's pretty 100%. special. 100%. We did like that answer, so we're going to actually pay that one. Uh, so last question, down the stretch. Uh, how many days sleep will Vera deprive you of in her first year? I'm going to go with 363 and a half. Oh, man. That's just 44. Well done, mate. That was fantastic. Good job. Yeah. No, truly, gentlemen, just one more time. The, the, the shout out to you guys is just, uh, you know, thanks for being available, uh, you know, sometimes in the middle of your day uh, to, to uh, give me some fatherly advice or, or just to commiserate with me. And, and it's, it's appreciated very, very, very much, gentlemen. All right. So gentlemen, Anthony, thank you so much for, for coming back and being part of it. Good luck to you at, uh, at the, uh, the Irish Bear Show. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, truly, man. Thank, thank, thank you so much for being here. Uh, cheers. Thank you so much for, for this opportunity as well. I appreciate it. Noel, it was a blast to have you on for the very first time. Thank you so much for being part of the Bear Down Report podcast. Yeah, I appreciate the invite to come on. And it was great to finally get on here and actually talk to all of you guys in person. So, yeah, thanks for that. Derek, uh, always an adventure, my friend. And uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming back and being part of the Bear Down Report podcast. Now, now I, I know you, you've been uh, awesome uh, and you've been on other Bears podcasts, uh, fantastic podcasts. Now, is now that you've been on twice, does it do, do we do we hold the uh, the record for 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 Derek's uh, visits? 
Absolutely. You've always been my number one podcast. Oh, man. If, if, <laughs> if the other guys hear this, I did not tell him to say that. That is not me. <laughs> Derek, thank you so much. Uh, Dave, uh, just again, just you know, thrilled to, to have you back on and, uh, and, and to, to have that banter back and forth, my friend. Uh, so thanks for, for coming back to the show. I appreciate it. You know, I'll be honest with you. You guys know your stuff about bears and uh, it's actually a pleasure to listen to you as well. Um, this last few months, I've learned so much more. So thanks for that. Absolutely. And Oz, uh, this is, this is great, man. Just, just having you as, as part of the BDR staff, um, maybe any, uh, nods to what you might be working on next, or is it all uh, a closely kept secret at this point? Got a few things on the boil, but, uh, just keeping them under wraps at the moment, Ryan, but, uh, yeah, hopefully in due course, we'll have a, a new article out, uh, for everyone to enjoy. All right. Uh, to to uh, my crew here, my international crew, gentlemen, thank you so very much for being part of the Bear Down Report podcast. Man, uh, Dave, Derek, Anthony, Noel, and Ozzy, just, just incredible. Just uh, wonderful, wonderful guys and uh, Bears fans from literally all around the world. Um, there are times, folks, when I wish you guys could uh, hop on our text chain, but, you know, uh, it is wildly inappropriate, lots of laughing, lots of jokes, and it is too, too much fun. Um, before I get out of here, I've got to give some shout outs. Um, first thing is for all of you who are listening, uh, for any of you that, that have been subscribing to the Bear Down Report podcast or, or listening on a regular basis, I want to say thank you for your patience while uh, I've been here on paternity leave. Uh, haven't really done much. We've had one other episode in the time that I've been doing my paternity leave. And so I appreciate all of you, your patience um, for, for waiting for this episode to come out. Uh, thank you very, very much. Next one I got to give it is to Mike Page, founder of the Bear Down Report. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for uh, providing paternity leave uh, for for uh, a podcast host. Um, it's it's a, it's appreciated very 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 much. Um, I want to thank the the new BDR crew. Uh, Corey got a shout out, um, but to all the rest of you guys. Um, it's just, it's, we're, we're, we're thrilled to have you guys on board and uh, look, look forward to seeing some of the stuff that you guys put out. Um, it's, it's going to be good. So Nick, Luke, and Dan, uh, just, just thrilled about, about having you guys on board. Obviously, Corey, you got a shout out a little bit earlier. Uh, just, just thrilled. Um, the international crew, these guys, uh, shout out to you guys one more time. Uh, just too, too much fun. Um, and uh, the last one, actually two last ones. Um, the, the, the first one has to go out to Good Samaritan Hospital in Downers Grove. Um, wow. Just, just incredible. Uh, the experience that my wife and I had uh, at Good Sam uh, was just just top notch. Uh, we had a night nurse named Ashley, and she was just be beyond words um, and going through a very stressful experience, which if you were listening that have uh, been around a childbirth, you know that it is a very stressful experience, an amazing experience, but a stressful one. And uh, they, they couldn't have been better. Um, and of course uh, I've got to give a shout out to my new baby girl, Vera. Uh, she won't be able to listen to this for a very, very long time, but uh, I will feel bad if uh, there's an episode out where I don't talk about her. So shout out to her. And the last one by far has to go to my amazing, amazing, wife Kate you know uh, I am in awe of her just uh, the the mother that she is in, in such a short span of time um, you know the the things that she was able to do um, and you know just just going through childbirth and any of you that 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 know exactly what I'm talking about I just I'm 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 in awe of, of my wife she is truly amazing and just with no sleep the things that she's able to do and stay on top of I just um, she's in, absolutely incredible uh, so Kate uh, I'm gonna make you listen to this part I love you very very much um, and thanks for letting me continue to do the bear down report podcast and let me do all the things that I love to do so I love you Kate um, for all of you who are listening thank you so very very much we appreciate you more than you know if you like what you hear please hit subscribe. If you really like what you're hearing and you're listening to us on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, uh, please hit us with a five-star review. It really helps to widen our audience. For all of us at the Bear Down Report Podcast, thank you so much. And as always, folks, bear down.